Welcome back to The Wash List. I'm Nicole Petalides. Happy New Year, everybody. It is a new year, and we've got some great stocks to take a look at because they are doing exactly what Dan and I have said. Tesla starting 2022 off with a real bang, joining us to share some details. And of course, Apple at $3 trillion. Dan Ives, Managing Director, Equity Research, Wedbush Securities. Dan, you called it. You called it on Tesla. You called it on Apple. Um, but you always have. And it's because you're doing a lot of channel checks and, and doing your homework. So I, I guess you weren't surprised. To, were you surprised? You tell me on the Tesla deliveries, the year number and the quarterly numbers that really wowed Wall Street and came out with a bang, beating the way. Yeah, look, I mean, the Tesla numbers surprised me because I thought max could be 275, maybe 280. And, and there's about 30,000, give or take, because of the chip shortage that didn't happen. A 309 number that they came out with, I mean, that was just insanity. I mean, I'd almost call it really just a jaw dropper that was not even on the board for the bulls. And I think it just shows, Nicole, what the demand story looks like for Musk and Tesla going 2022, especially with chip shortage easing. I mean, this green tidal wave continues to sort of gain steam. It's really amazing. I mean, I, I too was really taken aback when you talk about the 936,000 for the year. Um, now I'm seeing numbers, you know, 2 million plus. I don't know. When do you think they can get to that 2 million annual delivery? When do you think that could happen? Yeah, I mean, look, Street right now is about 1.3, 1.4 million for next year. I mean, that'll probably move mm -hmm. up, let's call it 1.5, 1.6. But look, I think the big story here is what's happened in Berlin and Austin, because that expands capacity. They could be over 2 million unit capacity by 22, by the end of it. And then at that point, relative to demand, I mean, you're going to start to see growth really multiply here. I mean, you could start to be two and a half, three million units when we look out over the next 18, 24 months. And that's really the story in Tesla. I'm, wow. not, I'm not sitting here doing victory lap because of the quarter, because I just view it, this is sort of still the the third, called fourth inning of just this massive adoption curve playing out for Tesla. And as that happens, you could be looking at $30 earnings power by 2025. It's so exciting. It truly is exciting. And as you talk about these factories, right, um, you were talking about Austin and Berlin, those gigafactories that really um, are likely to outpace what we've seen versus uh, Fremont and Shanghai. By the way, he's had the, the factories in the right places to sort of get past the chip shortage problem and the supply chain problem. Somehow, the way the factories were set up really worked in Elon Musk's favor. Also, the fact that Austin and Berlin are higher gross margin for, for the company as well, free cash flow. These are the types of things that people are talking about when it comes to Tesla, right? Well, yeah, and, and the gross margin story is important because, I mean, if you just go back to the bear thesis on Tesla, they're only making profits from credits, not on cars. Now look what's happening. You look at those gross margins, those could continue to expand over the next few years. Capacity comes on. And this is also at a time where adoption's really starting to expand, not just in China, but in the U.S. and Europe. Now, there's going to be other winners, like we talked about, Ford. Yeah. GM, I think Rivian as well, Canoe Fisker, and of course VW in Europe. But this was which important. ones do you like the best out of those groups? Because I, you know, I've had guests on that were really hot on Lucid and hot on Ford, and um, one guest in particular who just went up to a buy on Tesla 
um, I guess he liked what he saw today, but he was a little late on that call. Look, I mean, Ford and GM, I think the renaissance has happened. Detroit, those stocks both get re-rated. I mean, I think GM could ultimately be $8,500 stock. Ford could be up another 50 60%. Because it goes back to, Nicole, me and you have told us for, for years, I don't view Tesla as an automotive company. So whenever I see the valuations relative to a Toyota or, or you know, some of the traditional car companies, I view it as disruptive technology. And the more yeah. re-rating yeah. you get in the likes of a Ford, a GM, and a VW, I think that's significant. And look, the haters will continue to hate. They'll dismiss it. I think if many of these haters were NFL scouts, they would have been super negative on Tom Brady in the 2000 draft. <laughs> Right, right. I know. And Tom Brady did it again yesterday. So let me just finish my my car thought before I get to Apple. So two thoughts. Number one, um, does the Rivian truck really have a chance to outtake Ford as best truck? Also, were you surprised to see in Switzerland that the Tesla Model 3 was the best vehicle? It was the most sold vehicle. It wasn't just EV. It was number one. Yeah, I mean, well, first on Rivian, you know, love the Rivian story, but it's going to take time to scale, which is why the F-150 in terms of Ford, they're going to continue to be on top of that mountain. And I think that that's a big part of the re-rating we're seeing in Ford. But Rivian, I think, is another way to play the pickup market. But it comes back to scale, that that's the issue that Rivian's having. And, and when you look at, you know, kind of what you talk about in Switzerland, Tesla, the phenomenon is not just happening in Fremont. It's not just happening in China. It's global, and that's also why when they get that Berlin footprint, that's going to be significant to the broader Tesla story. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to Apple because you know I'm running out of time. Three trillion, it's tripled in, in under four years. You called it. You've been saying this. Um, by the way, your your uh, case on Tesla was 1,400. Your bull case was 1,800. For Apple, you have $200, and your bull case is what, 225 I think? 225 225 is bull yeah. case, but that does not include the ARV, our headset Apple Glass, which we think gets released in the summer. That will add about $20 per share. Wow. So as you look at what's going on with Apple, we, I mean, I know that you had some stats where the iPhone demand outstripped supply um, you know, by 12 million units in the last, I guess it was in the last quarter. Tell me about the demand going forward and what your channel checks are seeing. I mean, you're just seeing more Apple, everything, right? And you uh, obviously when you talk about the AR and VR, yeah. I look, I focus on demand. I mean, to focus on the supply issues, if they're 10, 12 million short, just like what we saw in the December quarter, I focus on underlying demand. I mean, it was the strongest holiday quarter ever based on our checks, 40 million iPhones sold holiday quarter. This cycle is going to continue into the March, June quarter going into iPhone 14. And I think we could be start to look at 240, 250 million units. And all of our supply chain checks show iPhone 13 up double digits over iPhone 12. So if that trend continues, you'll have ebbs and flows here. But ultimately, I think that this is a stock that continues to move higher. What happened to the Apple TV, the Apple, tit what was that, that titanium credit card? Was that Apple too? Um, you know, or is there anything odd that I need to know about other than the AR, VR glasses and things like that that I should be Look, paying I mean, attention to? There's many things that happen within Apple. Oh, and the car. Wait, the car. That's the key. Look, I mean, we believe it's a matter of when, not if. 
for the Apple car by 2025. And that's what the stock's telling you, these new products coming out over the coming years. And for a company that doesn't innovate, the haters, they'll scream in a trillion, pull their hair out, two trillion, and you know, continue yelling to an empty forest for three trillion. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you, Dan Ives. Thank Great you so you. much. I'm always glad you're able to be on with me on this happy new year day and uh, in the year ahead. Thank you always. Dan Ives, good to see you. Thanks. Wedbush, thank you.